Welcome in to the Bear Down Podcast right here on the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. He has the day off. We host Black and Abdallah weeknights, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we talk to you about the Chicago Bears here on the Bear Down Podcast. Today's a special day. The Chicago Bears made a major hire in the front office last week. And Kevin Warren, the new president and CEO of the team, was introduced at Hallis Hall earlier today. He got a chance to talk to the media. He got a chance to come on the radio. He joined Carmen and Yurko. You'll hear that interview in its entirety later on this podcast. I do want to say this. This is a huge move for the Chicago Bears, right? I talked about it on Block and Abdallah last week. The thing that we consistently ask for from our teams in this city is to be of championship quality to what we, as a city, live in every day. This is a championship-level city, one of the great cities in the world, the city of Chicago. And when our sports teams don't match what we, the civic pride, bring to the table uh, each and every day, it's disappointing. And boy, has it not been disappointing the last couple of years being a sports fan here in the city of Chicago? And this is kind of what I discussed uh, last Thursday night when it was announced that the Bears are making this higher is that this feels different. This feels like a team taking a step in the direction of getting on par with other championship franchises in the National Football League. Now, we all know what really matters. It's going to be wins, right? The Bears are going to have to win for this all to be a 100% home run, higher front office structure, and everything else, right? Like, what we really hold on to are the wins, playoff victories, home playoff victories, and the Super Bowl appearances. 85-06, those are great memories as Bears fans. There's not enough of that, especially in my lifetime. I'm 37. There's not enough of those great memories from good teams winning football games. I honestly believe this is a step in the direction of being on par with other teams around football and all other organizations around sports to be on equal footing when it comes to history, nostalgia, uh, the franchise, what, what it means to the fan base, and then also employing those who can make things better. And I think that's so key here. Obviously, a lot of the conversations with Kevin Warren and you'll hear it from the, the clips from the press conference that we're going to play. Uh, a lot of the conversation is about a potential new stadium, which is something the Bears absolutely need. And the wins hopefully will come along with all the business decision moves that will take place in the future. This seems like a big league hire, and that's why I think Bears fans should really be excited today. So here on the Bear Down Podcast, we like to feature uh, audio from the press conferences up at Hallis Hall. Uh, sometimes uh, you don't get to hear the whole thing on the radio, uh, some of the clips that you may have missed, and we like to compile that here on the podcast throughout the season. And I think that's where we start. George McCaskey uh, discusses the new hire, president and CEO, Kevin Warren. Here's George McCaskey, chairman of the board. Kevin possesses the qualities that we were looking for in our next president and CEO. Leadership. Vision, intelligence, decisiveness, humility, a team player, an effective communicator. 
someone who understands what the Bears are all about and who can re-energize our staff to get us where we want to go. And it didn't hurt that Kevin holds an advanced degree from Arizona State University. <laughs> Kevin's experience as a player agent, as a lawyer in private practice, as an executive with three NFL clubs, and as Big Ten commissioner, has prepared him for this moment, and we have complete confidence in him to lead this franchise back to greatness. It's clear to me that given Kevin's experience with NFL clubs and his interaction with their football operations, we should return to having the general manager report to the president and CEO. Ryan Poles remains in charge of our football operation with complete authority to do what he thinks is best for the Bears. Ryan and Kevin talked during our interview process, and we are confident that they and Matt will work together to give Bears fans the winner they deserve. It is with pride and a grateful heart that I present the next president and chief executive officer of the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren. So that was earlier this morning at Hallis Hall. George McCaskey, the chairman of the board, uh, introducing Kevin Warren. And here's Kevin Warren. Why join the Chicago Bears? Many of people have asked me, why the Bears? Why this time? It's because of the, the challenge, the opportunity. I trust Ryan. I trust Coach Matt that we're going to do things the right way. We're not going to take shortcuts. We're going to build an incredible franchise. I came here to win championships, to win the NFC North, to win the NFC, to win the Super Bowl to help shepherd and lead a stadium development project, to embrace our alumni, to embrace our history and tradition, and to embrace the absolutely incredible Chicago Bear fans. Kevin Warren, on this being a special time for the franchise. We will continue to do it the right way. We will work hard. We will have fun. We will be diligent. We will be detailed. We will be methodical. We'll operate with integrity and honor at every step of the way. This is a special time in the NFL, but most of all, it's a special time for the Chicago Bears. Everything's ahead of us. Greatness is ahead of us. All we need to do now is go and grasp it. Put in the time, energy, and effort. This is the best NFL football city in the country. We have the best ownership, phenomenal leadership, good, young, talented players, the best fans, phenomenal alumni, 30 people in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's all here. And I am so excited. I'm honored. I'm humbled to be able to come to work here each and every day. When you listen to Kevin Warren speak, this is someone who has done this before, right? This is someone with real credentials who has commanded a room, who has led organizations before. You know, Big Ten, that, that is a huge 
job that he is coming from, the commissioner of the Big Ten, running the Minnesota Vikings. Also a huge job, right? And, and with the experience and the credentials, we then get an individual who's ready for this moment. You can just tell by the way he commanded the room today at Hallis Hall with the media. This is not someone who is nervous, bumbling, uh, looking for the right phrase or word or just to get through the presser. No, he's been here before. This is high-level stuff, and it's impressive. And quite frankly, as a Bears fan, when have you ever seen this before? Here's more from Kevin Warren on his role with the football side. You heard from George McCaskey. The front front office organizational structure will change. Kevin Warren will be at the top. Ryan Poles will report to Kevin Warren. So what will his role with the football side be? And one of the things I've learned is when you build a championship culture, the questions and the ideal and the thought process of who has the final say and all that really becomes irrelevant. Because at the end of the day, when we come out of whatever room we're in, we have the common goal. And the common goal is to bring championships here. And so I think uh, my goal, I know every day, whether it's football, whether it's business, whether it's stadium, whether it's league matters, whether it's dealing with ownership, is to make sure that we're prepared, we're organized, we're detailed, we're methodical, and I'm there as a resource. And as I say, honestly, I always look up, I mean, because this is, I'm a very boring person. Uh, This is all that I do. You know, I don't have any hobbies. My wife's been telling me for years, you need to get hobbies. She finally stopped telling me that a couple years ago. She recognizes it's my family and it's my work. And, and this is not even work to me anymore. This is a unique situation. And so because of that, I'm, I'm, I'm able to, to come with no ego to be able to say, who do I know? Who do I know about someone? What can I bring to help the football operations to bring us a championship? Coach Dick Vermeil says something to me during our quest in St. Louis for a Super Bowl. Our first year, we were 5-11. and Second year, we were 4-12. and Last year, 16-3, and our Super Bowl year. Two things he said. He said a lot of things, but really resonate with me. The second year, he said to me, he said, once people in the building realize that not if, but when we win the Super Bowl, that all of our rings are going to look the same, that they'll put their egos to the side. And it was interesting at the ring ceremony, it was right. My Super Bowl ring looked just like Kurt Warner's. It looks like just like Marshall Fox, Orlando Pace, and Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce. It looked the same. And so that's one thing. The other thing that he said is you got to recognize that when you build a house, you build the basement first. So although you drive by a house and you don't see any progress upon land, that doesn't mean the building is not going on. And so I think with that and that common goal that, that, that Matt and Ryan and George and everyone in this organization will have, it will be a very uh, healthy environment. We won't agree on everything, uh, but we'll work together because we have a common goal of making sure that we bring championships to this franchise. So there's Kevin Warren earlier today at Hallis Hall. He continued on with the uh, question that was asked about since he was the commissioner of the Big Ten. What did he learn in his time living here in Chicago? Right, like He was here at headquarters out in Rosemont, and he lived in downtown Chicago. So he's been here in the city for quite some time. This is not an outsider who's just parachuting into our city to try and take over the franchise. He spent some time here. He kind of knows the vibe. Here, here's Kevin Warren. I thought this was interesting. I mean, I learned a lot um, about, the, you know, at the Big Ten. I just tell you, you know, any of these opportunities or jobs, you better be tough. 
and you better be able to operate with dirt in your mouth. Um, you know, this is, you know, there, it's one thing to be able to put on a suit and come to a podium like this, but most of the time in life is that it's about just grinding out and it's the, it's the day-to-day grind that you need to be prepared for. Uh, and also learn to just kind of do things the right, you know, right way. Um, and so again, just like with COVID, we hung in there uh, at the Big Ten and just to be innovative and creative. And so many times, I'm a big believer, you know, I, and I was like this as a child. I, my mom told me, I asked why so many times that, you know, it, w- it would drive her out of the mind. I would just ask, you know, why? Why do things work that way? Why do we do that? You know, why, why is this? You know, you know b- b- just anything. And so in the Big Ten, I asked the question from a meteorite standpoint, like, why can't we have three different network partners? Why can't we own, you know, Saturday? You know, why can't we do direct to consumer in a certain way? And, you know, most of the times people say, well, that hadn't been done before. But to me, that's like, okay, that's a huge opportunity. So I think that's the thing to learn. And then I'll ask the same questions here because the, 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 the difference between, um, you know, someone that may perceive to be not successful in pro sports or even college sports and the different to really touching a trophy sometimes is really marginal. And it is those things around the edges that you need to really, you know, deal with. Because there are certain things just you can't change. I mean, the NFL puts a schedule out. You can't go and negotiate and say, well, we don't want those games. We want to do these games or we like to play four games at home. No, there are certain things that are what they are. But any kind type of competitive advantage that we can find, that we can work together and do it the right way is really important. And, and minor details are major, you know. And if you, you know, I always say all the time, you can put the smallest pebble in your shoe. It may not be bad if you're walking around the house, but go try to run a marathon. And so that's what we have to make sure that we're very organized. Their details are methodical. I believe in no missteps. I tell the story all the time. I was blessed with a Super Bowl ring and a Super Bowl trophy because Mike Jones made a tackle at the one yard line. And so you think for us, you know, we had a successful season at St. Louis the greatest show on turf. We won all these games. We were only behind four minutes and 24 seconds the entire year, and it came down to one tackle at the one-yard line with five Hall of Famers and a Hall of Fame coach. So that tells me you got to have your stuff together. We cannot uh, not be on the same page. And if we got issues, we need to say them and get them out on the table to, 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 to move forward. And, but I'm confident with our ownership group, with Ryan's leadership, Matt's leadership, our players, our staff, uh, all the history and tradition and our fans, if we come together as the Chicago Bear franchise and organization with the history of George Hallis, we're going to build something special here. So there's Kevin Warren earlier today at Hallis Hall. Uh, another piece of the conversation obviously has to do with Arlington Heights, the, the new stadium site. Uh, nothing has been officially announced as far as a, a stadium design or, or how it would actually uh, come about. Uh, but we know the team uh, has a purchase agreement for the land, and the focus is for that site. Kevin Warren talked about, uh, you know, heading into uh, the last year or so, when the Bears announced that that took place, the purchase agreement for the Arlington Heights site. And this is what uh, Kevin Warren had to say about the property site out in Arlington Heights. Yeah, because I'm a you know, stadium nerd, I would say, even when I had heard about the Arlington Park opportunity, I drove out there one day on my own just to kind of look around. Um, again, I always look at what, you know, what, what are the assets on the, on the chessboard? 
And the un- unique thing of, about Arlington, it has some different unique factors. One is the space. You know, you don't get many times to have over 300 acres, um, you know, close to the city. And um, so there's some unique aspects. I know our focus will be to making sure that we close on, on the land. And, and again, I just want to, like I said early on, be very methodical to make sure that we get that process done first and see what happens next. But it, it, it is a very attractive, unique stadium site. And so in the last week here in the city, uh, Mayor Lightfoot and uh, the city of Chicago uh, released on the last game day for the Chicago Bears a plan in place to revamp Soldier Field, a projected uh, idea that that perhaps the city could make a a uh, last-second effort to to try and keep the Bears here in Chicago. Uh, So they released that video on the Sunday that the Bears faced off against the Vikings. Uh, The builder uh, for said stadium joined Waddle and Sylvie last week. You can find that podcast in the Waddle and Sylvie podcast archive. Um, So it was brought up, you know, the city is trying to get this done. Uh, Here's a question from Jason Leisure asking about the stadium in Arlington Heights, if that's the sole focus. Uh, Two-part question for you about the stadium in Arlington Heights. Do you view that as the sole focus of the organization right now? Yes, that's the sole focus right now. As opposed to any of the options? 100%. And in a best-case scenario where everything goes great as far as the construction and the closing and all that, when is the earliest realistic time the stadium could open? I'll be able to answer that question to you in about six months when I'm able to sit down and really review things. It wouldn't be proper for me to say it. i got to really sit down and get the information downloaded. I'll be able to answer that. I'd be guessing right now. So, so why I think that's important to hear, it, it's the sole focus is the site in Arlington Heights. I would imagine any last-ditch effort by the mayor and the city of Chicago will just go out the window. It, it's too late. You don't have the space. The team wants to own their own stadium. Uh, it just will not make, it won't make sense. As a lifelong Bears fan, someone who has had season tickets in the family my entire life, uh, my wife's family has had season tickets in her family her entire life as well. Um, I love going to Bears games. Unfortunately, over the last 10 years, the traffic, the sight, the lack of amenities, just the downright um, the dump that is Soldier Field detracts from the enjoyment of going to Bears games. There's no way to sugarcoat it. It's not enjoyable unless the team is great. If the team's really good, then the other stuff doesn't really matter. But when the team is bad and it's 25 degrees outside and you know that standing in line to get a drink or food or the bathroom is just going to be such a hassle, getting into the stadium is such a hassle that, like, it just detracts of the enjoyment of the experience. And then I've been fortunate enough to, to get to travel to some other stadiums in, in the league and, and around uh, sports in this country, and, and there's, there's much better situations. And the game day experience is enjoyable. And it doesn't really matter if the team is good or bad because, wow, it, w- it was enjoyable to be there. I'll give credit to this. I don't think enough people talk about it in this city. The United Center is still awesome. That's a that's a viable 
really good stadium that was built in the early 90s. There's no issues there. I like going to the United Center. It's easy to get into, get out of after a Blackhawks or a Bulls game or a concert. If you go to see a concert there, it's easy. Uh, you you can, you know, it's spacious inside. There's amenities. They've revamped a bunch of different things in the last couple of years. The United Center is great. They completely botched this new soldier field. They just did. There, there's no coming back from that. And so as someone who has spent many Sundays on the lakefront uh, in all types of different weather, it'll be nice to go to a stadium out in the suburbs that, yeah, I'll have to drive farther to get to, but I think the enjoyment of the experience will be better. It just will. And I haven't even seen the plans, and none of us have. And Kevin Warren says they won't tell us anything for six months. All right, so let's mark that down. Six months from now, it sounds like the... There might be an opportunity to find out what actually will take place in Arlington Heights. I'll look forward to that. It's just, unfortunately for the city and and for the stadium that's in uh, the museum campus on the lakefront, it just, time has passed. I I get that there is, um, there is some nostalgia there and the, the fact that the Bears' best teams played in said stadium, so like the late 80s, really the high mark for this team and, and for like the popularity and people going there. I get that there's there's something there, but like the way Soldier Field used to look and the way it looks now is completely different. So you'll get over it. And hopefully, if this is like the step in the right direction to this being a franchise that's competing on a yearly basis, maybe we'll make enough memories in the future in Arlington Heights that It'll be nice to say, hey, remember when they played at Soldier Field? But this place is so much better. And remember that win that they had last week? And, and they're fighting for the NFC Championship? And we'll, we'll think about it. Because like, no one talks about the Bears leaving Wrigley. They, they were at Wrigley for a long time. You know, like, we'll move on. And hopefully the, the whole setup will be so nice that... It's something that we as, and going back to the start of this podcast, with civic pride, hopefully the civic pride could then be shown in in high spot situations like national championship games, the Big Ten championship game. I think there's a connection there with Kevin Warren now uh, taking over the franchise. Uh, You know, Final Fours, uh, events that are, you know, hey, Maybe Chicago could some at some point get back the all-star game for the NBA and, and have it in a football state. I don't know, but, but it could all be on the table if you have a domed stadium that has up-to-date amenities for where sports is heading in 2023. All right, it's the Bear Down Podcast, Black and Abdallah. I'll have the show tonight, Black and Abdallah, at 6 uh, in about three short hours. I'm recording this at about 3 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. So show coming up tonight. We'll also have a bear down podcast on Thursday as well here on the ESPN Chicago app. And as I leave you today, uh, more from Kevin Warren, he got a chance to talk with Carmen and Yurko earlier today. Here's that conversation. Have a great day. Thank you for the time and congratulations. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you all uh, for, for the time. I appreciate, um, you know, everything and, 
and um, I'm excited to get our partnership started with you all uh, here soon. But just, just thank you for everything. Can you already start to feel uh, some of the genuine excitement that is resonating amongst Bears fans about your hire? Yes, 100%. Uh, I felt it actually, you know, when you all uh, talked about the, the, the story. and uh, But I really feel it now. And I think hopefully they feel, you know, me. I'm, I'm sincere. I'm all in. I love our fans. And I just cannot wait to get to work and get started. And uh, we got something special here. And and it's going to be fun. When did the courtship start, Kevin? Uh, 30 years ago. I think it's uh, my first game that I came here at Chris Orch in 92. Uh, that's really where I fell in love with the Bears and, and fell in love with the family and respected what uh, they stood for. Um, and so it's good. You know, sometimes relationships take a long time to cultivate and culminate, but I just think it took 30 years, a little over 30 years for this one, but it's the right time for the right reasons. What uh, I, I guess I would say, like, what or ask, what excites and intrigues you most about taking this job now, considering the offseason ahead for the Bears? I'd say the challenge. I mean, most of the time, if you look at some of these NFL franchises, you may have one of the items. We have about five. Hmm. You know, we, we have the number one pick. We have draft capital. We have free agency. We have salary cap resources. We have a stadium solution. Um, so, you know, when, when, you, when, when you, you, you get an opportunity to do this, especially if you're a person that embraces challenges, then it, it's exciting. It's, uh, not for the, it's not for the faint of heart, and it's not for, for, for everyone, but it really is exciting to be able to attack all these things at the same time. How will you be involved when it comes to football decisions? I'll be involved uh, at every single aspect of it, but from a from a partnership standpoint with Ryan and with with Coach Bat uh, to be be able to build the best uh, football product and uh, to ask the questions to 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 bring up issues to see if there's anything in my history resource that can add value. Um, you know, I'm I'm here to win, and I'm not here to who gets credit and. Who has the final say and all those different things? I'm here to win and for us to be able to work together. And it's easy to be that way when you have people that you trust and respect. And I trust and respect both uh, Matt uh, and Ryan um, and also, you know, George and, and, and Ms. McCaskey. So I'm confident that we will work incredibly well together. We'll have fun. We'll win a lot of games. We'll win championships. And I'm looking forward to get to work. Kevin, do you expect that to happen as you, as you sort of transition to this role this spring? Do you expect that? involvement to happen starting with the you know the the free agency process and the draft process uh coming up here in the next couple of months yes yes absolutely as i said i was with uh ryan in the draft room this morning just talking through just just high level see how he sets up things and i'm here as a resource and so i'll be transitioning out of the big 10 transitioning here i'll have you know these regular meetings with with uh, ryan and and uh uh matt and the same thing like i'm doing with ted you know from a stadium and finance accounting operations just gathering information so yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited about it and, and we'll all be involved and in working together and then hopefully just add value kevin warren is our guest it's carmen and yurko on espn 1000 i i guess you did touch on this a little bit during the press conference and i'm hoping you can maybe reiterate uh for us here but it, it sure sounds like the one and only stadium deal uh, that you guys uh vision right now is a deal in a new stadium in arlington heights is that correct Yes, 100%. That, that, that is our sole focus at this point in time. If, if the city comes and says, Mr. Warren, could you at least have a conversation with us, would you, or does it not even matter at this point? 
No, I think the focus is is, is uh, Arlington Arlington Park. I mean, that's the focus. And uh, and again, I'll I'll learn more uh, about our our site and and you know the the my thought process once I started able to get information. But uh, based upon what I know at this point in time, the one hundred percent sole unequivocal focus is on Arlington Park. We have heard from many people uh, the stadium in Minneapolis might be uh, the best, certainly one of the best, if not the best in the league. Uh, what do you recall about maybe beginning that endeavor and, and how prepared did you feel you were to, you know, go down the road of building such a, a big, modern, beautiful stadium? Well, one, I, I, what I recall, and I mentioned in the press conference that we spent uh, a lot of time with the planning and the organization of the stadium process. You know, so many people, uh, when you build stadiums, they want to see the, uh, trucks on the ground they want to see you digging i mean just right away just they want to see dirt flying and and people in hard hats we spent uh many hours months weeks uh planning and so that way when we started to dig and and get going on it it went smoothly and as george alluded to we were not only early uh we were under budget Mm -hmm. and so i just think projects are so massive uh you can't have any any like missteps and so I think that the, the thing that, that we'll work on here is to make sure that the planning, that we're meticulous in our planning, you, you know, f- which is critical. Do you thinking. Feel- and we not only plan the, the construction, but we plan all the way through, like, what the game day experience would look like. Mm. Do you feel like that was one of the things that really attracted you or, or, or was most attractive about you for George and the Bears? Uh, you know, I, I think it's, I mean, you have to ask them specifically, but I think it was a combination uh, of items, but the, those stadiums are, you know, the interesting thing about it, there, there are not many people on the planet who, who have built a stadium. That doesn't mean that you can't build one because that U.S. Bank was my first one, and it turned out, you know, well, collectively had a great team together. But, but there are not a lot of people who get a chance to do them because they don't have to often. Right. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, them being in the same division and getting a chance to play in there and to see it and the, for the price and the timing and the cost and, and all that, it tells a story. I think that's – and what it's done to – to really revolutionize uh, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, so um, you know that's just that's something that I'm proud of. It took a lot of work, and and uh, I didn't think that I'd be doing it again because if you if you have a chance to talk about potentially building a stadium on your career, it's incredible. If you have a chance to actually build one in your career, it's magnificent. And if you have a chance to do two of them, uh, I don't know I don't know if that's happened. Mm-hmm. If anyone's ever done that before, so. Uh, I'm laser focused and, and, and look forward to the challenge. Did you uh, kind of have an idea uh, at some point that you might find your way back into the NFL, even after you were running the Big Ten? Uh, I mean, it's something that you know you think about, but it, I, my job there was so massive and focused. I didn't have a chance to really think about much of anything other than trying to be successful there. Mm. And, uh, um, you know, with our media deals and expansion and social justice and mental health and you know, COVID issues. I mean, it was, it was, it was a 40 month sprint. It was, I, I would say it was like running the three thirty high hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that, that's what it was like. It was, it was, you know, the, the demands and the requirements and the energy that it took. And so now I'm excited to be able to take that, that was stretched across 28 sports to be able to now put that laser on one franchise, on one team, um, on one sport, uh, that that's what I'm excited about. Is it true that uh, when you heard about the Bears, like sort of putting their toe in the water with Arlington Park, you drove you drove by the site just to kind of look at it and get an idea of what like 
you know, start oh, yeah. to maybe have a vision of it. Is that true? Yeah, I drove not by it. I actually drove in. I don't know what happened. Maybe the gates were open that day. I caught at the right time. I actually drove in it and drove around it. And it's, you know, for you to see that massive site with over 300 acres and the, and the things that you could do there, it's it's really it's unique. What is, so like, what, do you already have, a, I'm, I'm assuming you do. I mean, like, can you already start to, like, picture it in your mind a little bit? I mean, I always picture things in my mind, but what I'm excited about, I don't want to let the pictures get too shaped in my mind because now i got to get to the papers. And once I get to the papers and start, you know, reading the kind of the structure and potential of the deal, and then I can go back to dreaming a little bit more. But it was just good to go, you know, to see how close it was to the high, highway, the ingress, the egress. Mm-hmm. I always look at the infrastructure, roads, you know, um, and, and so that's the good thing about it. But it's a massive site. I think there's only a few clubs that have the business model that can operate 365 days a year. The Green Bay Packers have one of those where their facilities are always open. Uh, they're always available to the fans. They're always generating revenue and cash flow. Uh, the, the, the Rams and the Chargers with Stan Kroenke out there might be another one of those. Is that what you guys envision, a 365-day-a-year a business model that's generating cash and, uh, and bringing that, that cash flow through the system? I mean, I think that's the, the mindset. And, again, that's why I'm excited about digging into this project, learning more about it, seeing what we can do, what we can do to get better. Um, and so I, I just can't wait to get my briefing books and, and start digging into it. But, but that's a, uh, for our, our fans of the Chicago Bears to, to have that, uh, you know, 365, uh, 24-7 is really special. Kevin, George stated in the past uh, at some point last year that the, 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 their ideal plan would be to build the stadium without turning to the public for money, but that they would need assistance in developing everything that goes into what we're talking about, that 365-day or sort of entertainment complex. I, I would ask you a couple things here. Is that still the plan, and do you guys expect some serious hurdles with potentially getting public money for developing that land? Yeah, I haven't, and I said impressed. I'll know that in about six months. I, I have to up to speed. I'm, I'm just not any answer I would give would be totally a conjecture. Okay, but we're talking about it. But I, I got to get up to speed on the, you know, kind of the structure of the deal now. Okay, um, did, is it true you don't have any hobbies? You said that during the press conference. I don't. I don't. Uh, my wife bought me a set of golf clubs twenty years ago. <laughs> had them for a year, and then she took them back. She, I went there one day. Said, "Where are my golf clubs?" She said why you're not going to play anyway i took them back six months ago and then i did just buy another set uh earlier uh, last year and uh, i haven't picked them up yet they're ready so i'm gonna pick them up <laughs> um um i don't do i don't i don't do much i don't hunt i don't fish i love collecting wine and mm, uh you're a wine collector there you go yeah i, I love doing that and um uh, and i guess you know travel i mean we like you know we like traveling but i guess my hobby is is, is work and and competition. Unfortunately, my wife, she loves sports and loves the NFL, loves football uh, as much as I do. Well, so we great. always, oh, that's the good thing about it. Well, well, we got to ask, what's the uh, favorite bottle in the cellar? I have so many uh, bottles in the uh, cellar, but I'm, 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 I, I, I mean, I like it all. I don't discriminate. And uh, <laughs> I, I like New World, but I'm an old world person. I like, you know, Burgundies and, oh, yeah. and, and but I like Napa Cavs, I like Pinots. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I don't discriminate. And uh, so I look forward to having a great, great meal with you all. Yes. And we'll break. You'll be able to I have a virtual cellar on my phone, and I'll open it up. And you can you can look and pick anything. I'd love to, 
to do it. I told my kids I'm going to leave two bottles of wine in, in the cellar, one for each one, and otherwise everything else is going to be gone. Maybe a 73 <laughs> Chateau Montalena. Yeah, yep. Oh, boy. That's a great yep. philosophy about that wine cellar. I love it. Two for you guys, and the rest will be consumed <laughs> by the end. I love it. Uh, Kevin, we appreciate the time. Congrats. We look forward to the partnership, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? I look forward to it. I appreciate everything you all uh, stand for and look forward to work with you. So take care. God bless. Have a great day.